But thanks for bearing with us through all the technical difficulties. Uh-huh. Someday we'll be professionals and have our lives together. But wait, lag okay. test. Okay, everyone say um, lag on three. One, two, three. Lag. Lag. That was pretty that good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to I Think You Should Love This, the show where we try to convince people to love the Netflix sketch comedy show, I Think You Should Leave. I'm Joey Bergerhauser Vestal, and this is my <laughs> co-host, Nate Unprofessional Bullshit Bennett. <laughs> oh, damn, you're really going to throw me under the bus like that. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I was debating calling you Nate Spread Blue Butt Bennett again. Mm, right. <laughs> like, it's a winner. Should I just do that every time for him? <laughs> I don't know. Listeners, let me know if you think I should keep calling him Spread Blue Butt Bennett. Comment below. Yeah. Um, great. Thanks for that uh, sparkling introduction, Joey. As he said, I'm Nate. And right about now, you might be wondering, what the heck is this show and why are we doing this? Well, Joey and I work together. And uh, one fine day, we discovered that we both love this sketch comedy show, called I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. And most of our friends and family hate it. So we decided to turn the mission of convincing everyone to love it into a podcast. And in this episode, we're going to try and convince one of our friends to love it. Which brings us to today's guest, Roxy Ferguson. She is a self-described sexy dumbass currently (laughs) living in Denver she works as a graphic designer at Pop Sockets, or what her family thinks is called sock puppets and/or hot pockets. <laughs> she enjoys salami, skiing, and laughing with friends. But today, That's... she's here with us to discuss season two, episode three. You sure about that? You sure about that? That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Roxy. Hi. <laughs> I'm Roxy. I'm so excited <laughs> to be on here, Joey, and my new friend, Nate. Um, we are pumped. I'm already charged yeah. up again. You changed. I don't laugh with friends. So oh, you... sorry. <laughs> yeah, I took some liberties there. I didn't there. say that. I just want to get that on the record. I don't. <laughs> I said a silly goose time. So just, I'm what I'm hearing is it. this is a libel <laughs> lawsuit in the works. <laughs> I was trying to make a little poem, and I think that's why you were skipping over the words. Salami, skiing, silly goose time. Oh, you were going for the alliteration. Yeah, that's the word that I meant. When I said Um, a poem, I meant alliteration. (laughs) Wow. It's all the same. Poetry, alliteration, illusions. Yeah. Yeah. Metaphors, similes. (laughs) Metaphors. It's all all English. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Well, welcome, Roxy. So, um, Roxy and I go way, way back, and Nate and Roxy now go back about thirty-one minutes. So, so yeah, we're we're happy to have you here to talk with us about this silly show. I can't wait to get so famous, and um, (laughs) I don't even know if you guys are going to have to convince me to like this show. So, I don't know if this is really the right person to be on your podcast. I got maybe. Okay. Well, I actually know this. I'm liking what I'm hearing. Okay. Well, so before we get into it, um, 
how about you give us some examples of like comedy and stuff like that that you do love um let's see i think like growing up well, well my whole family is, has like a huge sense of humor i um I think I grew up sort of as a 90s kid with slapstick comedy. And I'll admit it, like, my favorite movies were, like, Billy Madison or, like, Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. And But I, like, I really did grow up always watching Saturday Night Live on the weekends or in Living Color and a lot of sketch comedy. For sure. And then yeah. I was very religious about watching Saturday Night Live, like, growing up. Um, and then as, you know, as a very mature grown adult, I... I'd say now I'm kind of more into like surrealistic type humor, I think, which I think it kind of the show is right. It's, you know, like I like Tim and Eric. I like the kind of cringe stuff. I like, I like Eric Andre. Yeah. That's that's sketch too. Comedy, I guess you would consider that, but it's also sort of um, really out there. Fringe for sure. like the classic bangers. Um, I don't, I'm not really like, uh, Yeah. I'm not gonna say what I don't like. I love, I love <laughs> South Park. I'll admit, that I absolutely love South Park like so much. Yeah, uh, quality stuff. And I love Tim Robinson. Like I knew him. Oh, I knew him before everyone else knew him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I did. I knew him like as a writer on SNL, and I used to follow. Oh, nice. I um, sorry, I'm kind of going on a rant, but that's okay. Rant away. I want to tell you guys how I feel about him because I think he yeah. just says a special guy. um i followed him on instagram before the show came out and because he's just i just think he was so brilliant writing for snl and and he's from michigan i'm from the midwest and i just love all that and and when the show came out i you know i'm probably not as big of a nerd as like a lot of people are like i have some coworkers that probably know the show better than i do i don't even think Mm -hmm. i've seen all the episodes but um his writing just like i'm like a huge fan of him and like his family like i like watches kids on like instagram is like creepy as hell but I like oh, that is creepy <laughs> it's so creepy no, especially guys... since like their accounts are private and stuff <laughs> <laughs> especially since they don't even have accounts and you're just following them especially... <laughs> <laughs> no you guys if oh yeah joe you're off instagram because you think you're too good for everything and you have an android phone but no you should yes. you should check it out. <laughs> um because you'll see his kids are hysterical and he used to post about them, and I swear to God, they probably help him write the show. Like they do easy the- money. That might oh, explain a lot of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when it comes to the toilet humor, I'm like, I'm pretty sure his daughter like wrote. You'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I I um, let's move on. Next question. <laughs> that was great. You're definitely the. I would say you're like coming into this. It sounds like you have one of the deepest knowledge bases about Tim Robinson of any guests that we've had in what is this? Our ninth episode, Joey? I don't know. We're almost into double digits. (laughs) Yeah. I will say, I don't know. Like the show though. I'm pretty, I'm still like yellow. I'm not green, but I'm definitely more like, okay. But you've seen a few episodes of the show before this. It sounds like for sure. Yeah. Cool. 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 And what was your initial reaction? I mean, it sounds um, like you liked it, but I like truthfully, I love probably half and then half I fast forward through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, before we start 
watching the show, I want to play a little game called How Many Robbie Stars. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've been missing this game, Joey. Yeah, I, I brought it back. So, Roxy, the way this goes is I read you a review I found online, and you and Nate have to guess how many stars it was given. Oh, God. Um, so let's get into <laughs> it. So this first review is from Eric M., it goes, I didn't see what the craze was all about. Update. I tried to watch it again, even less funny, and downgraded to a one star. <laughs> so this one kind of gives it away. Okay. But... <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So wait, is it, am I supposed to guess? Yeah, what how many stars yeah, do you think, think he gave it? <laughs> how many stars do you think he gave that review? In the end or his updated or his updated one or the what, what's going on here? Well, just it's one star. <laughs> we can, well, it's one star. You're one. thinking too hard about it. Um, <laughs> this guy sounds like he doesn't. Yeah. Need I just to be thought it was funny that he tried again because, like, he, he, <laughs> there was a bit of a craze about the show, and I think a lot of people just did not get it. Yeah, like, no. why should people like this? You I, know, I feel that way about a lot of shows too. Yeah, I can guarantee like my family have great sense of humor, but they would not. I don't think they'd like the show. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you both have one point. Okay. Um, okay. This next one is from CTT. This is the worst show ever. It's genuinely <laughs> not ever funny. I watched most of the first season and a couple from the second. Half of the episodes, at least. Aside from a coffin flops, it was a literal real tape from a community college improv club that also <laughs> drinks it's basically like terrible filler sketches from mad tv but devoid of any talent punchline or humor Oof. so tim and eric but worse it's so bad it made me angry i would only recommend this show if you're trying to get people to leave your house or if you're battling constipation oh my God. God. five stars yeah. yeah. Is it? No. Wait, my guess is uh three stars. Seriously? Oh my god. You guys are bad Yeah, because at this I game. think that uh <laughs> I think that his passion for writing this review like built it up from one star up to three stars. Yeah. I feel like he knew so much about comedy in general. Or the yeah. she? Wow, I'm ra I'm racist. I don't know. It's CTT. We we don't need to I make any. I think it's five assumption. stars. I think they're being sarcastic and they actually really like it. No, nope, but it was one star. <laughs> <laughs> the score is all tied up. Yeah. Okay. They get. Hopefully, can uh, change it up with this last one. This is from Carly B. I hated this show. Childish, <laughs> irritating, obnoxious, repetitive, crass. And most importantly, not funny. I laughed Damn. once in three episodes in a sketch carried by Bob Odenkirk and then gave mm. up. One laugh. That's oh that's two stars at least. One. Yep. Roxy wins. <laughs> wow. Damn. Congratulations, Roxy. You earned it. Yeah. This, God, it was a tough, that. tough game, guys. Yeah. Pretty neck and neck. But uh, Roxy pulled it out in the end. And we'll be sending your prize to your address. It should arrive in 714 business days. So I, I keep an eye these, out. these three because they did seem to, like you said, have some background knowledge of like the sort of comedy scene. Like one of them talks about the craze behind the show. The other one 
mentions Tim and Eric and Mad right. TV and all these other things, and then the other ones like talking about Bob yeah, Odenkirk. Like, but yeah, interesting. The second one, like the review itself, was funny. So yeah, I I respect the uh, comedic intellect of whoever wrote that review. Yeah, yeah, it's very confusing. Very. <laughs> all right. Well, shall we get into this? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's jump into the first sketch <laughs> of the episode, which we're calling <laughs> Professor Uribe. These things are spying on us. So. Yeah, go ahead and spy on me. You're just going to see me drink too much wine and watch too much scandal. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad you could come out with us tonight, Professor Uribe. Yeah. Uh, three alumni and their business school professor, played by Bob McDuff Wilson, go out for dinner. As they catch up with each other's lives post-graduation, their food arrives. Professor Uribe is immediately jealous of Dylan, played by Tim's burger. The conversation continues as Professor Uribe pretends to steal the burger. Eventually, Dylan offers a bite and the professor gladly takes him up on it. But then he decides to eat the whole thing as Dylan mournfully watches. Again, they try to continue the conversation, but now Professor Uribe is embarrassed and wants to make sure they won't tell anybody that he housed Dylan's burger. He tries to get them on video threatening the president as potential leverage, but can't get his phone ready in time. You didn't like your meal. It's no big deal. Let me take a video of you saying that you're going to kill the president. (laughs) No one's ever going to see it unless I hear the story of me housing Dillard's burger down at Graham's Lorelei Lounge. We're not saying that. Saying what? That we're going to kill the president. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? I tried to get a video, but I couldn't flip the thing fast enough. No, we were really looking forward to seeing you. Finally, he admits to his former students that he's still just a little boy (laughs) and he's worried his wife will go to jail because every night a little boy goes down on her. I may look like I have it all, but inside I'm just a scared little boy who never learned how to ask for people's food or their burger. And the thing that scares me the most is that if people found out, my wife would go to jail because everyone... (laughs) A little boy goes down. On Wait, oh. yeah. <laughs> I hate that so much. Wait, I just. <laughs> so, what'd you think of that sketch, Roxy? How did yeah. this make you feel? It doesn't even feel good. Um, <laughs> see, this is one of the probably number one least favorite skits, and I'm so glad we're starting with this because you guys convinced me. To, can convince me to like it? Wow, the sulfites are hitting. Uh, <laughs> So I, this is one of those where I've fast forward through. So when oh, I really? stuck it out through the end, that was the first time I've heard like that punchline. <laughs> In my defense, like, I don't know what he's talking about. Is he saying his son is going down on his no, wife? No, no, no. Emotionally, he's a little boy. Oh my God. <laughs> so the truth can't come out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I like it more than I like Waited until the end. That's yeah. so funny that you've never heard that part before. That's great. Oh, no, 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 no. When he starts, his eyes start going googly eyes and he's like looking <laughs> around. Oh, my God. It makes me so upset. And it's just, it's so stressful because I just. It, yeah, it's like a really weird 
interaction and and it's really uncomfortable. This guy, this actor, Bob McDuff Wilson, did like a phenomenal job. It's not a real name. Apparently. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't recognize him from anything else, but this is one thing that really surprises me about this show is how they find it seems like they find people off the street for a lot of these sketches <laughs> and they just nail it. Like he is, is so funny in it. And like the way he is googly eyed looking around, you know, it's so funny. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's just when you get more, less polished looking like actors, like he's not, I'm not saying he's ugly. It's just like everyone in Hollywood is so perfect looking. They all oh, just yeah. look like cyborgs and they look the same. Yeah. It, it looks just like makes a normal me feel person. so much real, and I love, and I do love that they're using. Oh my god! I just like I'm getting like upset just thinking about this episode. <laughs> just, I just like. <sighs> are they, and then like, are they with this? Is he a professor? See, I get so upset during this when I don't even know what's going on. He's like the teacher. Yeah, yeah he's like, like their former their professor. Former, they're yeah. catching up oh, with god. him. See, I just like. It just gives me so much anxiety. It's just like thinking about having to go out to eat the professor and then they start doing weird stuff and then you can't. Yeah. Talk about going down on their wife. Yeah, it's awful. And then everything in your life comes crashing down because you've looked at this person your entire life and he's your role model and he's Mm -hmm. actually literally an incel. Never meet your heroes. But I think we can all (laughs) identify with, you know, you're at a restaurant with some people and the food comes out and. You just did not order the right thing. Somebody <laughs> else did. It happens a lot. So I, yeah. you know, I'm a vegetarian. So there's like two options on most menus for me, and I always see someone's mm. meal come out. I'm like, ah, should've I should have just that. asked for that like pasta dish without shrimp in it. It looks so good, or yeah. whatever. You know, I should have got that a stupid salad. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> Give me that. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Just silly little jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that one. It's a clear relatable social power. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that one was ranked. We've been following along on a list, Roxy, mm-hmm. and they've ranked all fifty-three sketches, and this one is ranked number fourteen. So it's. Pretty high on the list. Number and I fourteen. Would, yeah, I would honestly keep it around there personally. Damn. But sounds like Roxy, it's number fifty-three for you. Oh, uh, it's fifty-three. Ah, it might be. I'm trying to think if there's another one. But now that you've seen the whole thing and got the punchline at the end, I is like it, it more. Lower? You do like it more. <laughs> so it's fifty-two. Okay. I I have to admit this one is also in the bottom for oh, me. Really? Oh, I, wow. it, there's some funny moments, but overall it just doesn't do it for me. Um I do lo- I do like the overall like dynamic is very uncomfortable. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it also just is longer than so you know, I don't again I don't know the show as well as you guys, but I'm looking at it, it's like a quarter of the show, isn't it? Oh my gosh, it's like It's definitely one of the yeah, one of the longer yeah. ones in this episode for oh sure. Oh my god, it's three minutes long. How can my attention span even go that long? How dare you <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> 
No, it's, it's good. Yeah. I, okay, well, I'm surprised it, it was that low for you guys. I, I guess I'm I'm odd. I mean, I've been finding as I go through this list that I do not agree with mm-hmm. you know 90% of it. But um, yeah, I liked this one. I thought it was funny. I, I think I like the ones where Tim is kind of the straight man in, in yeah. the sketch. Um, and this one, he just looks so sad. And like, he doesn't oh know. God, it's, like, what yeah. do you do when someone's eating your food? He looks so crushed right after the (laughs) professor says, I'm going to eat the whole thing. And he just takes a bite. You can see his heart breaking. And then he just eats a single fry. Yeah. That's all he has left. All he's got left. Yeah. No, you're convincing me a little bit because he's always like the crazy one. And it's funny to see him. (laughs) Also, like, I'm kind of just looking back at the thumbnails of it. It's just like, why is everyone wearing a tech vest? (laughs) <laughs> well because they're all for business school that's that's like the oh my gosh. that's how that's business how school people casual. do it roxy yeah. a button up with <laughs> it with a vest but we know people who have um yeah, no i don't hate so, it as much i'll say it's like 40 okay cool. yeah nice. there there's lots of like quote quotable moments in it for yeah. me but yeah i don't know overall there's there's like most of the sketches from the show are funnier yeah well and this one reminds me of i've told this story on a previous episode but we were at a a long story short a guy reached over the bar and grabbed our cake off of our plate and (laughs) shoved it in its mouth shoved it in his mouth so i've i've had something similar to this happen to me that's a direct was he drunk or was he trying to be funny or like he was Drunk and maybe not quite all there, we found oh, out at the end. So it was kind of a sad ending to the story. But um, the saddest part really was that he ate her cake. <laughs> I don't you telling me this. God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah listen, to, listen to episode two. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Continue. Okay. All right. So shall we move on to yeah. sketch number two? Let's do it. Let's go into sketch number two. Detective Crashmore, part one. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I know I really need this. You fucking suck! The rock music. You fucking suck! Um, a very aggressive older man with a white beard bursts into a room of thugs and unloads a spray of bullets. Later, as the coroner zips a body bag on one of the resulting corpses, the police chief tells the older man named Detective Crashmore that he's crazier than hell. We realize that this is a movie trailer, and the Crashmore arrives at his home with a bouquet of roses, only to discover that something horrible has happened. His wife and his whole family are dead. Despite the police chief telling him he should take some time off, Crashmore takes matters into his own hands and hunts down the people responsible. <laughs> Quit running, damn it! <laughs> it flops on the <laughs> Oh god, Roxy. <laughs> Along the way, he tells people that they suck in the middle of gunfights, gets overly excited about how big one of his new firearms is, and says that he doesn't care if he dies because everything has sucked lately. Then <laughs> it's revealed that the actor who plays Detective Crashmore is actually Santa Claus. <laughs> so, Roxy, what'd you think? 
Oh man, this is a great one because the first few times I've, I've seen this skit a few times and I didn't love it. Yeah. I love it more and more every time I watch it. <laughs> it's so extra. All the little <laughs> details, like the rock music when he's gunning people down. It's so metal. It's so metal. Yeah. I, I'm a huge fan. Like, my favorite movies to watch are, you know, like 80s muscle. Oh, yeah. Movie, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone, like Rambo, anything like yeah. that. Yeah. So, Oh, and lately we've been watching like triple X movies. Like, ironically, but then we end up like watching the whole thing and like crying. And it's just so obnoxious. (laughs) The script is just. The script is great. Pete Bullets, you fuckers, (laughs) you fucking suck. (laughs) (laughs) The writing is so bad. I want to know what this guy is like in real life because it's like, how did he even come up with this delivery and be so, like, capture that, like, bluntness of how tone deaf it is, too? I don't even know what to describe. like, oh my God, when he just, like, blasts him and then the, the, it sprays all of his. Yeah. <laughs> Are you dumb? Are he you says dumb? after he's killed the guy. Oh, I love his gun. I love his gun. <laughs> Can't wait to shoot this fucker. <laughs> yeah oh my god you guys should watch the fast and furious movies one the stunts are fucking sick but also <laughs> ripped is so funny because they'll just like fly off a cliff and they're like fix that was fucking awesome and it's just yeah. like, like the same it's a metal thing. as hell but also why is he santa claus no one knows um, <laughs> yeah. who's that woman is that his wife but then his wife died but who's the chick in the trailer it's just, i know she's it's only just in one shot of the trailer <laughs> <laughs> he reminds yeah. me of my grandpa and i want to change your my... grandpa yes your grandpa seems scary then because this is a scary ass santa <laughs> he scares me like he's i mean especially we'll see a little bit more of him later I, i'll save it for that but yeah he's like an intimidating dude for sure yeah um, he's very powerful yeah <laughs> Very angry. I don't know. I mean, it gives me it gives me cringy weird like <laughs> like this is not an episode I would show a convince a friend to watch the show and not show them this one first. But I can handle yeah. it in my yeah. life, my life. But um, yeah. So I guess on that note, this one is ranked number twenty nine on that list. Um, so uh, slightly into the bottom half, but just barely. Um, and yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Would you keep it around there? Would you? How do you guys rank it? I'd probably keep it around there. I think it's perfect. I I just think that the Bennigan's restaurant or whatever that one's called with the tech vest, that one should be lower than this one. That one should be 40. This one, middle of the range is absolutely accurate. Yeah, I think this is a really perfect spoof of action movies, like Roxy was saying. And it's, it's like action movie but done to the most extreme <laughs> the writing is really bad all that matters is like the gruesome kills and the <laughs> it's just all spectacle and yeah. him trying to be a badass it's pretty unique for the show in general too yeah like, definitely yeah. um totally very different from anything yeah, else there aren't a whole lot of sketches that fall out of their sort of you know world and this one is like Pretty bizarre compared to the others. <laughs> no re- I mean, he's becomes a recurring character, but he's not 
there's no other reoccurring characters really in it. Like Tim Robinson's not in it, right? Right. No, yeah. Um, yeah, no, no. It's good. It's not my favorite, but I obviously was LOLing over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. Voice. I don't know how much of the episode we're going to go through, but it's like nasal. Like he just needs to get. Yeah, he's got like a cold. He's got a cold. <laughs> Him and I both need to go to the doctor. He has one of those deviated septums or something, or it feels like he has like a bubble in his throat, and I just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know that they cast him too because of that. I'm just like, <laughs> so I saw this actor recently in um, uh, Jury Duty. Have you guys heard of that show? No. Well, I started, I watched like one episode, but I haven't seen a lot of it. It's like the. There's a, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a hidden camera show, but it's all pranking just one guy instead of hmm. pranking a bunch of people. Um, but this guy plays like a alt right, uh, such and such. It's like a really tiny part, but I recognized him and oh, he was like it. super intimidating there too, which makes me think like he's just an intimidating <laughs> guy in real life, you know? I know, dude. <laughs> Notice he's in it. Yeah, I'm gonna finish that show. Hmm. All right. Well, shall we take a quick break? Yeah, let's do it. All right, and we're back. So let's get into sketch number three, hot dog vacuum. Oh, yes. In today's climate, something you've said or done in the past could cause you to be fired from your place of work. Don't let something you've said or done get you undeservedly fired from your position. We all make mistakes. We shouldn't be punished for it. I was culture. fired from work for something completely embarrassing. I was fired for something extremely embarrassing. I'm not going to say what it was. Oh, oh, man. Okay, so a commercial opens by asking if you've ever been fired from a job for something you've said or done. Our host, Pat Carver, played by Tim Robinson, explains that he was fired from a job he loved because of something completely embarrassing, which caused him to invent the Carver hot dog vacuum, a vacuum designed to suck a hot dog out of a choking (laughs) victim's throat. He isn't convinced he was fired for poor performance, but instead thinks it was because of the incident where he choked on a hot dog. (laughs) <laughs> and which meant nobody could look at him without laughing. So it wouldn't be obvious what they were firing me for. They said poor performance. You sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that? That's why? You sure it wasn't after the thing that happened? No one could look at me without dying laughing? You sure about that? You sure about that's not why? That's not why. Once this invention's big enough, I'm going to buy my old company and make the dress code be a big wet diaper. Oh my God. <laughs> he closes out the commercial for the Carber Reputation Vacuum, saying he had a cool job that he loved. <laughs> <laughs> so, Roxy, what did you think of this sketch? Can we just say hashtag icon, hashtag freaking legends up in here? <laughs> yeah. I love this. And I love God, it makes me get a little emotional. Aww. This episode has really just hit 
the mainstream audience. Like you can't go on Instagram or maybe it's just my algorithm or anything. You sure about that? Like it's just his stupid smirk and just everything. Yeah. Yeah. Best. This one is like super like memeable and gifable. Like there's gifs and memes everywhere. Yeah. And it's kind of a weird sketch in that sense because it's like piggybacking off of another sketch from episode one yeah. where he actually like chokes on the hot dog. Um so, I think I'll go back to that one. I don't actually know if I've seen that one. I was gonna ask you guys because I've seen oh, like, yeah. how many freaking hot dog episodes are there? There's, There's like four or five hot sketches. Hot dogs are mentioned uh, at least, yeah, four or five. Yeah. Continue, sorry, I'm interrupting. That's okay. Um, anyways, it, it's just kind of interesting because I think it seems like the ones that become the most memed are the ones where Tim is just standing there talking <laughs> in front of like a blank background. Just like ranting. Cough and flop <laughs> and the <laughs> Carter hop. Like reputation vacuum, like you put a white screen behind him yeah. and just let him do like his his different voices, and, and all of a sudden you have like a ton of memes. Yeah, I love this, it. I know. Sorry to me. I have an obsession with his children, and that sounds really wrong. <laughs> what I said earlier, you need to go look at his Instagram and look at his daughter because, like, she does this. Like, she does this. The voices. I think he like well maybe she got it from him I don't know but it's just I almost feel like he just starts spiraling out of control and just start like talking like that because I'm like where, where are we talking about? I know there's no reason for him to talk like that there's yeah no reason. let one bad day ruin your future <laughs> he's so fired up about it that he's like choking on his breath <laughs> oh god uh, so, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, talk away. Yeah. Um, Tell us what you think about it. What's the moral of this sketch? Is there a deep <laughs> meaning behind it? <laughs> um, I I think it's a great invention, too. I think, like, the takeaway for me is really, like, couldn't agree more. And that there's definitely a <laughs> because, oh, my gosh. Being from the Midwest, I mean, there's so many hot dog casualties, and people would be surprised how many butcher hot dogs. And <laughs> oh I don't my know, god! Because my dad was a butcher, and they used to like, I think they used to sample hot dogs to the grocery store, and they like can't anymore because people were needing hot dog vacuums really? wow. on six inch dogs. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like. I wonder, yeah, it just, I really think there's a need for the hot dog vacuum. That's so interesting. Now that you say that, like, the diameter of a hot dog is probably right about the diameter of a human esophagus. So it makes sense. You can kiss a fellow friend or coworker goodbye if they're choking out of (laughs) it. I love too that the vacuum is just like a regular vacuum. (laughs) Like, there's no distinguishable features. There's like a, a snorkel mask sitting next to it, but they don't use it on their like demonstration at all. It's, oh my gosh. That's so good. Yeah. No, I love it. it I mean, this one this one is great because it really just shows Tim doesn't need a lot for it to be funny. Like yeah, true. all it is is a white room with a <laughs> vacuum in it, and he's hilarious in it. Like 
just the way his delivery, what like he's just talking about a hot dog vacuum. It's yeah, not even a, you know, how he like builds on. <laughs> yeah, I just like how he stands there in that in that room when he does that pace, where he's just like goes yeah, from side to side. Like why? Totally. Like, yeah, it's like b boy stance, <laughs> as, as <laughs> yeah. our previous guest Ian called it. <laughs> just like why is he always sure about that? You sure about that? That's why. <laughs> yeah. So you haven't seen the 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 first sketch of this where he actually chokes on the hot dog, Roxy. I don't know if I have. Ever okay. talked about the hot dog one? I think I. Well, maybe I'm just being dense right now, but I I have seen the one where they skip one, like they like skip lunch. Oh yeah, and he's yeah. like eating a hot dog out of his sleeve. Yeah, that's the. He chokes that's, on it. Yeah, he chokes <laughs> yeah. on it. <laughs> oh yeah, but he's acting like he's not choking, right? Yeah. No, that's another one. Um, <laughs> that is another choking one, yeah. I don't know it then. That's so funny. Yeah. One of my favorite It's worth a rewatch, feels... Roxy. It's yeah, yeah it's, it's a really funny sketch. Season two, episode one. So go back and check it out. That's like dude. Oh my god. I'll I'll give a brief synopsis. Basically he like after after someone notices that he's, you know, trying to eat this hot dog out of his collar in the middle of a meeting, he panics and just like tries to suck the entire hot dog <laughs> down. And I like, I guess that's his intention. He just tries to like get rid of the evidence, but then he chokes on it. So he's like going crazy and all his coworkers like trying to get him and trying to help him. And that's that's actually one of the things about this episode that's funniest to me is because he has like the real photo, which is just like a snapshot from that sketch. Oh. And he's telling this whole thing and he says, um, you got six inches of hot dog stuffed down your throat. And no one gives a shit. <laughs> and in that episode, like they're all trying to like help him and he's like pushing them away. Like, like he's bringing so everything in his power to force them away. Good drama. <laughs> okay, these stories, okay, yeah, I'm giving you this. See, this is why I'm just not, I need to like rewatch a lot of them because I just like, so much is coming at me so much that I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, how did that one end? I just remember kind of like the peak of it. Because another episode, he does choke on something in a restaurant. And then he goes up mm-hmm. like outside and acts like he's not choking. There's yeah, just yeah, yeah, the yeah. Stuff, yeah. Stuff, <laughs> toilet stuff. Like I don't. There's 500 hot dogs. Yeah, I mean, really watching this is kind of like watching starting in the MCU with I don't know, like Thor: Love and Thunder, <laughs> Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, yeah. You need. You've got like 20 more movies you got to watch before you watch this one. <laughs> God, I just adore him. I think this is the first sketch where it ref- it like directly references an earlier episode because there's a few yeah. where the sketch is sort of broken into two half sketches throughout one episode, but yeah, yeah, this one requires some prerequisite viewing. Yeah, it's like an episode totally callback episode. rather than like yeah. a sketch callback. Um, yeah, so this one, speaking of which, was ranked 27 combined with that other. Um, sketch from the previous episode which surprised me i mean that seems low to me for how like you said roxy how iconic mm-hmm. it is yeah I mean, time out. this is 20 like number one being the best yeah <laughs> yeah no no that, yeah <laughs> that's what the ringer says 
Wrong. So take it up with the ringer. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, it's not going to cut for me. No, I would say. <laughs> I do love this one. All right. Also, why a big wet diaper for the dress <laughs> <No>. code? <laughs> he just wants to like get back at whoever you know. Like that's not going to pay back your previous coworkers at all. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Did you say, are you sure about that in other episodes? Because if if not. The Ringer or whatever this yeah. bullshit website you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would say it's top 10 because it, it is seriously the, probably the number one zinger from this show. Yeah. yeah. Like, sure? I think the whole show should just be called Are You Sure About That? Yeah. <laughs> that might be a better name for the show, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Well, let's, let's move on. I think we, uh, we can't really convince you to love this more if it's your favorite one. So yeah. Can't complain. Um, okay. So sketch number four is detective Crashmore part two. My boy. <laughs> My boy. It's me. It's your boy, Wesley Fillmore sitting down with the cast of Lamador pictures. <laughs> and action Wesley detective Crashmore. This thing is fun. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, before we dig in with the tough questions, Thank you. let's meet our guests. Linda Easley, who plays Monique. <laughs> Ryan Tana as the fresh-faced Sergeant Wilkes. And, of course, the man who needs no introduction. You might know him from his other job, delivering presents to kids all over the world on Christmas. Santa Claus. <laughs> Did anybody tell you anything? I told your producers. In an exclusive segment for AOL Blast, the host Wesley is interviewing an all-star panel, the cast from Detective Crashmore. When he introduces Santa Claus as the leading actor in the film and the guy who gives gifts to everyone on Christmas, Santa gets mad because he specifically told the producers to not mention that he does Christmas. Santa almost walks out, but he's convinced to stay and eagerly starts comparing his movie to Tarantino films and to jazz music. When Wesley asks Santa about the nudity in the film, Santa mentions that he's seen everyone on the planet naked, and that if anyone has a tattoo, they don't get any <laughs> gifts for that year. It's an important part of Detective Crashmore's journey. What are we, 10 years old? I've seen every cock on the planet. <laughs> I've seen everyone naked. <laughs> so you've seen everyone naked? Yeah, see if they got tattoos. You gotta. If they do, they get no gift. Is there a tattoo <laughs> you don't get anything for Christmas? Not that year. Not that year. You think getting a tattoo is good? No. Getting a tattoo is not good. I don't care about it. I got paid two bills to play trash for. <laughs> How does that money help you? Well, it then goes. Santa brags that he got paid two mil to play Crashmore. Which means that as long as he gets offered at least one more film role, he get, has to get at least two more mil, even if he does a bad job. So, Roxy, how'd you feel about this sketch? I This one actually made me like the episode before more. Mm, I yeah. personally watching it, I was like, what the fuck is this? preview like the, sure. or the trailer video and then when they did the interview i was like i finally it kind of clicked for me everything uh, yeah full circle <laughs> yeah i just i would love to see this guy this actor and other things because how is he capturing like the most 
super <laughs> weird character ever. Like, I, I just think it's so original. Like, nothing. Nothing's original, guys. But, like, how is this She's, so... I get a cosmic gumbo of a character. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Well, it's a little bit Tarantino. Yeah. It's definitely Michael Mann. Yeah. It's just... Uh, he, he's so scary to me <laughs> it, are, am i the only one like he i feel this is like everyone in who doesn't like the show is like oh it makes me so uncomfortable like yeah. i'm it's so cringeworthy this one makes me cringe because i'm so scared of him like I, he just is like that's not my santa <laughs> you know hashtag not, not my, my santa, santa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like if that guy's coming down the chimney, I'm terrified for sure. Uh, this your dick for sure. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Uh, so I, speaking of him seeing everybody's dick, I actually have kind of a funny story about that. But, oh no. Oh god. Um. So I had a vasectomy like two years ago, and I was laying there. <laughs> during the operation and you know just trying to distract myself and i'm looking over at like the door to the operating room and some random guy just walks in <laughs> <laughs> so there's like the doctor operating on me and the nurse like helping him out and oh, no. it's, it's like a local anesthetic, anesthetic. thing um am i yeah, I mean, it was. I didn't enjoy being awake for it. I uh, do not like that, like seeing blood or knowing what's happening to my body, smelling like, cauterized. Like, what's the haps in here? Basically, <laughs> just some random dude walked in and like <laughs> saw my my like, penis at its most vulnerable ever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, uh, legal? is that even like? Don't you just sign off on another person coming in the room? Uh, it, I think he just walked into a room thinking it was a not like he walked into the wrong room, basically. Yeah. Um, it no, wasn't. That's not how it goes. It, it, it happened. Did, how did he react? Did he was he like, he was oh, like oh. yeah, he was like, oh, sorry. And the nurse in there was like, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> and the doctor just kind of like placed his hands over my penis. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just like, at, least, at least they're looking out for you. Yeah. It's not okay. I, I didn't mind it. I needed a distraction because um, it wasn't wasn't. Was a distracted crash work. It didn't look like him, but maybe it was like one of his Santa's helpers. Um, <laughs> they're everywhere. Was he just in and out really quick? It was pretty fast, but I think he just wanted to see if I had any tattoos. Um, mm. God. <laughs> The but tattoo you, thing is jerked, like what if you would be like oh and you like got scared and you moved and then they <laughs> yeah okay. true yeah. They not just what you want shorten me by like, huh? they just would shorten me another just inch me. <laughs> <laughs> I only got so much <laughs> um, that's wild yeah I'm not okay with any of that other than the fact you got a vasectomy good for you Joey I feel like all men should follow your footsteps with how well, I mean, especially yeah. Nate with his seven children. Come on, oh Nate, God, make it, it stop, please. <laughs> How many children do you for real have? Seven children. <sighs> seven fur children. <laughs> Six freaking guinea pigs. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being serious. I am. 
<laughs> we started with two guinea pigs and they were supposedly both male and they were not both male and now we have sex. <laughs> Do you have a stinky guinea pig room? Like, what is going on here? Literally, one of our bedrooms is the pigsty. (laughs) (laughs) There's hay everywhere. There's poop everywhere. Somehow they, like, have this admirable, like, they have this ability to fling their poop out of their cage somehow. And so there's, like, always little poop pellets on the floor. It's a whole thing. I'm not okay with any I don't want I'm getting upset just talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you your your guinea pigs need vasectomy. Are you keep them all? <laughs> yeah. Um so they what happened was they had birth once and we were like, okay, I think we can handle these two more guinea pigs. If there's any more like we'll have to do something else. And then two months later the mom got fat again and we were like well, maybe we're just feeding her too much lettuce, but alas, <laughs> two more guinea pigs. And then we were like, okay, this is the maximum <laughs> that we can handle. <laughs> if there's any more. <laughs> so since then they've stabilized. So that's good. You but, start a farm. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> we might as well oh, spread right. them. Are they like a loaf of bread or like, what are they? Yeah, they're pretty big. They're like, they're sizable. Nate's holding up his hands the size of like a Chipotle burrito. <laughs> oh my god, they're so cute. I was thinking of hamsters when we went to the Humane Society. Like I was imagining a hamster-sized creature, but no, they're like they're they're like rabbits. They're pretty big. Oh, yeah, if you want any or <laughs> six, um, we can work something out, Roxy. So I don't hesitate to call me up and uh you can you can come say hi to them if you want like a little pre-adoption meeting. <laughs> anyway, we'll sort it out after the show, but yeah, those are my I have a dog and six guinea pigs, so I'm surprised the dog has an eight one. I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> back, back to Detective Crashmore. Um, okay. So uh, another funny way this uh, relates to my life is back in the day, I did an ad for this uh, event where Henry Winkler was the guest speaker, but we were not allowed to mention the Fonz at all. Like we couldn't have any Fonz related <laughs> marketing <laughs> <laughs> that was like a hard no for Henry Winkler. And, Interesting. You know, he's he's done so much since the Fonz that I think he kind of stands on his own now. But yeah, yeah, people really do. Actors really do have things like no, don't bring up the Fonz. And yeah, um, that kind of makes sense. Even like if a, you're just like sick of talking about it. Yeah. Well, I guess so. Adam Driver, Kylo Ren, like <laughs> left a interview with uh terry gross because she didn't like respect one of his writer requests as well the legend Um, yeah so that's crazy it it happens more often than you think so must have (laughs) (laughs) yeah seen something like that happen when they were writing the sketch i guess but it's yeah yeah. i i like how he at first is really mad about him bringing up Santa Claus, but then later on he he gets himself into the Santa Claus content yeah. by talking about how he's seen everyone <laughs> on the planet naked. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking him up right now because I'm obsessed with him. His name is Biff Whiff. Is that his real name? Oh, Biff. yeah. I oh, think wow. I've definitely heard that name. That's my unborn son's name. Biff Whiff. The <laughs> other actor is amazing in that other skit. His kid is his name, too. Wow. I think they oh, just find yeah. actors based on their names. Yeah, Biff Whiff. Biff Whiff. <laughs> Biff Whiff or Biff Whiff? Whiff. Whiff. Oh, U-I-F-F. Wow. That's crazy. Also, the tattoo thingy, as I was watching it, it cracked me up because, like, if you have a tattoo, I don't know what the percentage is of people who remove their tattoos, but, like, most people don't. So if you have a tattoo and he says, like, they're not getting a gift that year, that also means you're not getting one in any oh. of the subsequent years that you still have the tattoo. <laughs> well, I think it's like the year you get the tattoo because he checks every year if you get another tattoo. Joey, you're telling me right now that he's tracking yeah. which tattoo. Say you have someone who has like 27 tattoos and then one year you have a new tattoo. He's cross-referencing different years to see if you have a new what tattoo. What do you think the elf on the shelf is for, Nate? <laughs> he had too much work. Too many people are getting tattoos. He needed extra help. He got elf on the shelf. No. <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, he does have like... As an unknown amount of magical resources at yeah. his disposal. So. <laughs> but he still likes to get his two mil for each job. <laughs> he has magic and still needs two million dollars. <laughs> yeah, what, how does Santa Claus even have time to do an acting gig on the side? The elves do all the work. And <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's probably bored yeah. for the rest of the year. The amount of times that he says mill, I'm just, it's just like, <laughs> well, he's in jury duty, so apparently he did get that yeah. second yeah. two mil. Yeah, Santa Claus is in jury duty. For a <laughs> um, this one is also ranked 29. It's uh, combined with the other Crashmore one. Um, shall we move on? The, yeah, I just want to say I also love how the host like doesn't know how to say he doesn't know how to respond to anything that Santa Claus is saying. So yeah. he just says, like, great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Claus just keeps going. Also, none of the other panelists say a single word during this entire oh, yeah. interview. And because you can tell, Claus. like, how annoyed he is when he's like, you know, we used to always joke about how it's joke a cosmic gumbo. <laughs> he's, like, rolling his eyes at him. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're, very, they're either super good actors and they're so believable or they straight up have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being on set with Santa Claus. Like what talk about, I don't know, a famous part, like being in a movie or a TV show with any other famous person. And now we're talking about Santa Claus. Yeah, Man, I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, should we do the last sketch? Yeah. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, it's a it's a big one, so we got a lot okay. to talk about. All right, oh. here we go. Defense has tried to claim that their unloading of Qualstar stock the week before its value plummeted was sheer coincidence, a very lucrative coincidence. This text message exchange will prove that they knowingly engaged in insider trading. 
A prosecutor is reading incriminating text message exchanges between two employees accused of insider trading. While we listen to her read the message exchanges, we see the action playing out. Suddenly, the text exchange topic veers from unloading shares to their colleague Brian's hat, which is a fedora with safari flaps in the back. Brian, who is wearing the hat while sitting in the audience at the trial, is surprised by this. Free. Be discreet, Vincent. Of course, Bree. Oh my God, did you see Brian's hat, Vincent? Oh fuck! Ha 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 ha! What the hell? <laughs> he looks so fucking stupid. I can't breathe, Vincent. What the hell even is it, Bree? It's a fedora. Sorry, flaps in the back, Vincent. Holy shit! He looks so fucking stupid. Talk later. I'll take care of that thing. The exchange continues with them making fun of how stupid Brian looks in the hat and for carrying dice around in his pocket. Did you see Brian's hat? <laughs> still fucking wearing it. What the fuck? Yes, I even saw two cubes in his pocket. I think he has dice. I can't wait to show them to anyone. The hell is he even talking about? Vincent, LOL, that is so sad. Breathe. So sad. So sad. So sad. <laughs> we, see, we see Brian at the trial sneakily remove the dice from his pocket and try to kick them away, but the man next to him pushes them back with his foot. The exchange then details an incident in a meeting where Brian's hat got him in trouble. Mr. Andrews said, just take the hat off, Brian. No, I'm not taking the fucking hat off. Then he stood up and said, I've never fought for anything in my entire life. <laughs> After the boss asks him to remove it, Brian refuses and proceeds to cause a scene where he spills water on his laptop, tries to roll the hat down his arm like Fred Astaire, gets it caught in a colleague's wheelchair, complains about the wheelchair grease and then yells at another colleague who was slightly in his way. Back at the trial, Brian is finally relieved when the defense objects, asking for relevance. Don't need a <laughs> the voice. Relevance. Finally. Dollar sign emoji. Quit fucking with them. Oh, God. So, Roxy, what'd you think? <laughs> You know what I think, boo. <laughs> well, I it. I, it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's so good. It's just and watching it too, and just with you guys, I am specifically paying attention to so many of the details too. Yeah, I didn't notice it before. It's just. The bigger picture story is very funny, but the, then even the details to the dice and the <laughs> why are like and just even the names of the company like why is it like what are they? Qualstar. Qualstar, yeah, Qualstar. Like, <laughs> such a generic like, company name. Names, but yeah. that's why he everybody's got his back, and it's illegal for them to ask for that. <laughs> yeah. I can't agree anymore. And then. It's so good. Yeah, there's so much. This is definitely one of my top ten sketches from the show. Maybe top five. You'll find out when we do our um, me and Joey's ranking episode yeah. soon. Yeah, I just feel the 
annoying because I keep saying, oh, isn't it, it's so good, it's so good. And it's like, no, this is, this is one of those episodes where I absolutely love them or I hate them. And I fucking love this one so much. <laughs> he's in his, his prime and then he does the stupid voices. And he's like, when he starts to whisper, he's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And the dice fall on the floor. Oh, no, why is he a dice? And he's like, yeah. well, like, How do I don't recognize that in his pocket. <laughs> when someone comes in the office and they're just like, they have a new tux on or they have a new like hat and it's just like the it's just the talk of the town for the That's day. So funny. I don't know. Like, why does he have dice? Is he? <laughs> it's There's like no a, reason it's a, dice. Yeah, it's just a persona, I guess. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> this one is. It, it, I agree. This one is definitely in my top ten. Um, it is so great, and I think. It's another example of Tim like being a very funny performer because he barely talks in it. It's it's all the like uh lawyer lady saying yeah. all the lines. He's like just like everything. mouthing them. So we don't even get to hear him. We're just <laughs> yeah. it's like a purely visual Tim sketch and it is so funny. This yeah. one, this one's yeah. even funny enough. Ananda likes this sketch. I showed her this one, wow. and she actually laughed at this one. So, does she not like it? No, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks it's just terrible. But no, I can see her liking some of it. Like she, likes yeah, this I think she just has a sketch. Like after I showed her this one, she's like, "Okay, well, that one's pretty funny. Are there more like that?" I'm like, "Well." Yeah, we just gotta find the ones you like, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. But no, it's... yeah, it's oh, and like how flatly she's reading the lines. Yeah. Versus how like animated he is, like it's illegal right. for you to ask me that. You know, right. she's reading it like it's illegal for you to ask me that. You know. No, that's a great point. Like the visual expression of him saying the lines, even though you can't hear his voice, is enough to imagine how funny it is. Yeah. Like he looks like that, especially the it's illegal for you to ask me that line. Yeah. <laughs> the way he's like his mouth moves when yeah. he says that specific line is so yeah. expressive. It makes me laugh every time. Oh my uh. God. Plus, the hat itself is so funny. <laughs> oh, That's when he walks out and he goes, he, his, the hat gets caught in someone's chair, right? That yeah. happened? And then, yeah. he, and then he makes that funny note. Or what does he say when he walks out? He's like, he who says, said that? And he goes, who said that? Don't do the voice. It's just the pinnacle of the show of self humiliation. Yeah. Like you feel so awkward about something you do. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like yeah, you, you just too revert far. to saying it in a jokey voice to like <laughs> lighten up <laughs> the situation. Honestly, I need one of those hats in Colorado. It serves a purpose. I need to. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Style and function. Sign me up. Yeah. Well, I I do not like getting sunburns. So I'm I'm such an old man about the sun now. I don't even do sunscreen. I just wear like full on UV protective clothing everywhere. You know? Yeah. Or where it's at. It's unprofessional bullshit. It is. No, it, it's yeah. This is probably yeah. Top there, top. there are 
so many good details in it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just the way they're talking shit about a colleague while also having another conversation is so real. Like it's, <laughs> it's really good writing. Cause I feel like people yeah. do do that. Like, Oh, yeah. did you hear about this? But also like, did you see that guy's hat? Yeah, totally. And like, they're having, yeah, like, that's how text conversations happen. Like you have yeah. multiple <laughs> topics happening at once <laughs> and like, it's hard to like, you know, weave that stuff unweave that stuff in like a trial yeah. Um, yeah it's just it's such a funny idea like what if right how 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 did they come up with that it must have been like you know someone's talking shit about somebody and they find out and like the there's like the tension but like what's funny is how he finds out you know yeah like this totally. public trial and I was going to say, we talk a lot on the show about like how some of the sketches have a really strong concept and others have a really strong execution. I feel like this one has both. Like, oh, totally. The, the concept is so funny by itself. The fact that it's the most cut and dry case of insider trading possible. Like they're very blatant in the first like three texts. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole like Brian's hat drama is bookended by the stuff about insider trading. So they decide <laughs> yeah. to read all of it <laughs> instead of just being like, and a little later on they say, yeah. you know, this or whatever. And then the fact that like the very last thing is just a dollar sign emoji. Yeah. And like, <laughs> that's supposedly the reason why they read oh. all of these texts in court. Yeah. <laughs> There's like no, no way to say like ellipses and then God, all right. like it like, would have been so it, easy to do that. Well, yeah. Because they're reading it live and he never knew they felt that way about him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah he's like finding out real time <laughs> that, <laughs> that they hate that. <laughs> the way he like his face in it where he's, you know, he's trying to be on his best behavior in this courtroom, but he's like very... Trying yeah. to look around and see if other people are are feeling the same way and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, he looks over at Rick when they're talking about his wheelchair, and Rick's just kind of like shaking his head at him. Like, oh. I remember that day. That that feeling that he must feel where he's wearing the hat in court. <laughs> yeah. He has no idea that this is about to happen, and then like the entire courtroom is hearing this stuff about his hat that he's wearing. I've definitely been there where like someone is calling you out and there's absolutely nothing that you can do about to like hide it (laughs) because you just got so off guard. Well, and so that's another funny thing is he, he gets caught with the hat and the dice and he does try to get rid of the dice. (laughs) Why doesn't he try to get rid of the hat? You know, (laughs) and just like slyly take it off and hide it instead of just dealing with the dice. It's like, Oh, the dice are embarrassing. The hat is cool. I just pull off the hat. The dice are like something that like nobody could see except maybe the guy sitting next to him. Whereas the hat is something that everybody in the courtroom—it's they probably all saw it anyways because it's such a unique piece of headwear. Yeah, (laughs) it's so specific too. Like, why are there certain things in culture that are very? corny like dorky like having dice or like people yeah. own, like pool cue or pool stick to like a bar even yeah, though right. i'll probably be that person in a few years but like oh yeah it's just sort of 
it's like a seeing type of person that does magic. Yeah, it's like if you're there's certain hobbies where if you publicly show that you're interested in that hobby, it's it's annoying or dorky. The dice can be very cool though too. Sorry, I'm very hung up on the dice because yeah. Yeah, let's but get I mean, into if, if you like found out that he's like, you know, this gambling man and he's really good at it or whatever, that's cool. But it's the fact that he's like trying to display it publicly. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, so I have this friend. She should probably be a future guest, but I knew her for like three years. And then I found out she used to be like a professional ping pong player. I'm like, what? Ooh, damn. <laughs> like, how did I not know this about you? But if she had like been walking around the first day I met her, like holding a yeah. ping pong paddle, I would have been like, what's this like no, you who doing with her ping, ping pong, pong balls paddle? in her pocket were <laughs> yeah. dead giveaway, Joey. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's not, no, it's, it's amazing. It's Joey, amazing. <laughs> we're going to have to uh, increment our counter for a character saying that the guy at the store yeah. Like said something about a product that they bought. Totally, yeah. <laughs> With the first one, of course, being the um, birthday yeah. sketch where he buys <laughs> a wreath. It works wreath. great. <laughs> the guy at the store said it looked great. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, there's so like there's repeating patterns of fashion, hot dogs. Just so it's like, yeah. This yeah. Is well, so Me if you check out our store at I think you should love this.com, you will see some super cool artwork where this guy is mashed up with a couple other characters, including uh, yeah. a hot dog one that we see earlier in this episode and a previous episode mm-hmm. and some piss dot calico cut pants. So <laughs> it's like a full on mashup. So go check that out. And buy yourself a shirt or a tote bag or yep. sticker. All of our shirts are are high quality, but this this shirt in particular is top tier. Yeah, and you'd be probably losing money if you don't buy one. Yeah, I've crunched the numbers on it's the economic. the next Supreme shirt. Have you really? Yeah, uh, <laughs> illustrations on these bad boys, or who does these? Yeah, uh, I've been great. doing them. If you if you want to throw your hat in the ring, Roxy, we can always use some more designs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I can send you a ch- your Perfect. residual check for thirty eight yeah. cents after your we sell a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm impressed. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got some new drip on here. There's some new stuff. I have a question. Has has the um, show hit you guys up at all? Like, have you had any? Tim like, Robinson. Uh, contacts me pretty regularly at this point. Um, (laughs) He's he's kind of begging for a spot on the show, but at this point, like our, our schedule of guests is just too packed to really squeeze him in. So at some point I'd like to throw him a bone, you know, he did. He's done some good work on the show. I mean, like you guys really haven't been contacted at all. For real, nobody at all hits us up about the show. (laughs) (laughs) Even our previous guests. (laughs) In fact, we've been blocked by most of our guests on this show out of fear that we might contact them again. Being blocked, like they've blocked your number. No, but even I mean, I know you guys joke about it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's not really about getting a ton of listeners. Or maybe it is, but. That aside, how many people are really making a podcast about the show right now? I haven't done my research. There's, there's a couple others, but not a lot. Yeah, there's a couple others, but um, well, 
Canaris is the best, obviously. Yeah. I haven't I have intentionally not listened to theirs because I don't want to be like influenced by them. Yeah. I don't want to like step on their toes by accidentally doing some of the same stuff. So I'd rather right. just not know. Um but yeah, hope we'll see. Like season three comes out the end of this month, so yeah. maybe we'll get a bit of a bump from that. Um and yeah, tell your friends, listeners, tell other people to listen. Tell them that they should love this show that tells them to love a show. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't like, a... figured out how you guys have well, I haven't listened to other episodes, like how you convince people to love it. Really? I think what it comes down to is like stuff is always funnier if you're like watching Watch it with it people with who are oh. laughing at it. So I think oh. we just kind of osmosis. Yeah, we just laugh at it and then hope that they start laughing along with us. <laughs> and then we just talk about why we love it. And sometimes oh sometimes I it changes it. their opinion. I don't know if we've had any I hate it yet. Or, well, I don't think we've had any I hate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as long as we're talking about that, should we get your uh, your yeah. final vote, Roxy? For what? If I love it? Yeah, yeah. so the voting guide is I love it, so I hate it, I don't love it yet. Oh, the entire show in general? Yeah, the show in yeah. general. Oh, or I this love episode. it. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> Surprise. No, I didn't know what you meant. I thought you meant like I'm just I'm not really following the rules, but no, of course I love it. You dumb dumb friends. I really thought <laughs> it was the worst guest you could have because I do it you guys did not convince me to like the restaurant episode, I will say, but overall mm. Overall think, you love the show. I do. And That's- I maybe I think my brain kinda likes the challenge of like wanting it, I think the comedy challenges me more than just easy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Totally. It's so original. It's just like, I, I really respect if people are going to do things that some people might not like. I love, I love that even more because God, it's just so horrendous when people are trying to be funny. It's like, obviously yeah. all comedians are trying to be funny, but yeah. they're not. Right. We've talked about that a lot with like SNL because they have to, be so, like so topical so many, and so yeah. broad and you know like your whole like every person likes this and i yeah. just hope that they keep getting whether it's netflix or on something they get uh they can continue because yeah it's it's the best well we yeah, care I if people it. like it we need them to love this this is important <laughs> to us <laughs> I, don't know. And I, like, I like having a little Cool. I like feeling yeah. like I'm special and I'm like, <laughs> I liked it before. It was cool. Like yeah. So I, it's, it's amazing. I love it. I've always loved it, and it's super inspiring. And I'm, I've been a love crush on Tip Robinson. Oh, I said it. It <laughs> I love what you said about Detective Crashmore when you were talking about just how original it is, because that's so true. Like, who else? The concept of Santa Claus playing an action movie star is so unhinged yeah. and yeah. out there that, cause I totally agree with your sentiment of, or I don't know the sentiment that's out there of like, nothing's original. Everything is sort of inspired by something that came before it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I do think that a lot of this show is so oddball and out of left field mm-hmm. that it's hard to imagine 
<laughs> where they could have possibly gotten inspiration for it, which is one of the things that I love about it. Yeah, I think that's my favorite part of the show is that yeah. it, I don't understand how they thought of it. You know, a yeah. lot of times when I like hear a joke on a show or something, I'm like, oh, that's funny. I've had like I've had thoughts like that, but I haven't been able to articulate it as funny or whatever. But this is just like, whoa, I've never thought about that. But that is so funny. Yeah. you know? Yeah. It know. makes me almost wish that I went into like writing or any sort of. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't wish I did anything else, but I wonder if like in their writing room, they almost have like a matrix of topics and they just draw. <laughs> yeah. They just yeah. mix them up. Hot dog, romance. And then yeah. they just sort of like, yeah. Mishmash. And then they come up with scenarios around that. And I, I don't know. I'm just, I have no idea of no background on that. I almost don't want to know because it makes it more entertaining. But yeah, I feel like that would make a really good reality show is just watching what happens in a writer's room. Because it, you know, mm. I've seen it in like some shows where it's scripted and stuff and uh, you have kind of an understanding of how it works. But, you know, it really oh, is crazy that they can do something that comes together like this. Like, yeah, we talked about it with the coffin flop one It is such a bizarre idea <laughs> and <laughs> yeah like writing that alone is a weird enough thing but like all, yeah. all that you need to do to get it together um and i guess you know we're talking about it right now during the writer's strike so i don't True. know do whatever you can to help them out i think you, there's like i should probably have looked this up but you can donate to companies that like or foundations that will help people who are affected by the writer's strike. So yeah. you know, pay them what they're worth. Cause this is like entertaining stuff and yeah. GPT isn't going to be this funny. That's where it all starts. Is yeah. the writers. Yeah. Oh my God. I've, this is a tangent and I'll make it short, but I've like asked chat GPT to tell me jokes and they're never good. And I've also yeah. asked it to explain why it's funny and it just can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine how I could be good at writing. Like I could see like maybe some fluff content if you're like for an insurance company brochure or something, oh, but totally, for this yeah. sort of stuff, it's so niche of just, yeah. Very I, I, again, I haven't done my homework cause I I've only listened to one or two, but what is your guys' absolute favorite uh, sketch? Ooh, Roxy, um, that's a great question because a few episodes from now, we're going to record an episode about our favorite, like our rankings, basically. Oh, okay. So um, stay tuned. You'll have to like and subscribe. Yeah. If you don't <laughs> subscribe, then you'll never I'm know. I'm going to come back on. <laughs> <laughs> the... You should, yeah. Yeah, you can come back. Oh, wow. That answer was not. No, I mean. Yeah, yeah you should. You should. You should. <laughs> no, we should because we, we don't have. You're, yeah, you're we're the last guests, person. Yeah. We're going to be absolutely frank with you. So, um, actually, if you could stay on for the next two episodes, that <laughs> yeah. that's fine. I'll just talk so, in a different yeah, voice. I think <laughs> your friend basically is is a, a great example. We had them <laughs> scheduled, and five minutes into the podcast, <laughs> found out they're fucking coming. I think that she was on California, California time, <laughs> and she thought. 
Because it was seven o'clock mm. there. I think she said she thought it was eight o'clock her time. And yeah. She she ne- like. Dude. No, fuck and her. It's unprofessional bullshit. <laughs> you can come back. She can't. It was eight o five. She's like, sorry, I can't. I'm like, wait, what? And I'm like, <laughs> again, like I said earlier, so many people I know do want to be on it. Oh, um, yeah, send them our so way. Funny. Make That's them the listen. first time we've ever heard you know, that. I don't, yeah. I don't, because I want to be on it again, too. Yeah, you can. Like, There's a whole other season coming out. We'll, we'll yeah, do plenty more we'll episodes. We'll definitely have you on again. Yeah. I'll just shut up. I just want to be a part of it. Hell yeah. I'll just be in the background like a little gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was really fun to have you on, oh, Roxy. Yeah, this Thank was you super so much fun. for doing this. Is there anything you want to plug, like social media accounts or charities or anything? No, I wish I had something going for me in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Guys, go to my last Instagram post and just get it above 30 likes. (laughs) What's your handle? No, I'm totally joking. Um, (laughs) I mean, other people have done their own, like, personal socials so if you want to do that no i don't i don't want them then then let's move on (laughs) i also want to thank our listeners um if you have an incredibly uncomfortable situation in your life where you or someone you know gets their cock seen by someone else (laughs) um send your story in and uh, you can send that into info at I think you should love this.com, all one word. Um, or if you have suggestions for the podcast or feedback, yeah, we're or, out of ideas. So please help. Um, but yeah, you can also shop our merch on I think you should love this.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at I think you should love this. And don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher apps. Also, I want to shout out um, username Zen Iron Man on Twitter. He's the guy. He's our our first real listener. Um, he said it was cool to to read his name on air. So hell yeah! Wait, is that the guy who like found us on um, yeah, on the merch T Public? Yeah. Oh, nice. So get ready for like three more followers. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's super cool. Um, Sweet. Well, we'll see you all next time on I Think You Should Love This. Bye. Thank you. Baby, baby.